It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Yes. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another edition of After 9, now chock full of commercials. (laughs) (laughs) We've got commercials for you. Well, that's what happens when you have a lot of people listening. It just happens. You have to make money in one way or another, okay? Fine. It's it's funny because I try and tell people, yeah, there's like hundreds of thousands of listeners to After 9, and people are like, yeah, okay, it's a podcast. How many listeners could you possibly have? So I screenshotted the analytics of it on the the week that we were off and sent them out. Yeah, we got 360,000 listeners last Mm -hmm. week. It's crazy. So thank you for being one of them, everybody. We've got a lot of stuff that we need to cover in this podcast. We'll start off with a couple of dumb stories. I'll give them to you. If you want more info, you just tell me if you want to hear more about it, okay? Okay. A bow hunter, this is someone who hunts with a bow instead of a gun, just so you know, was gored to death by an enraged elk. Which charged him after the hunter tried to shoot it with an arrow. Whoa. You know, I kind of like it when the animals fight back yeah, a little me bit. Me too. Me too. You know, I don't even feel bad for that hunter. It's sad when any life is lost, but that also includes the animals. And you tried to kill it slowly with an arrow. That's a shitty way to die if you're an elk. So yeah. it got you back. Yeah. I and don't it really sucks, feel bad. doesn't it? Yeah. That's exactly how the elk felt. When its horn went into you, that's how the elk felt. Uh, A man. (laughs) Man moves cookie from forehead to mouth for a Guinness record. Can you picture this in your head? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I I can. It it seems like a lot of people I went to high school with is what I'm picturing right now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, David Rush is his name. He's broken more than 150 Guinness records to promote STEM education. Okay. He did the hashtag GWR challenge on social media. He used only the muscles in his face to move a cookie from his forehead to his mouth and then ate it. 8.8 seconds to get a cookie from his forehead to his mouth. Wow. What I would like to know is what were you doing when you discovered you did have that much control over the muscles in your face. Mm-hmm. What were you doing when you realized there's a cookie application to this? You know, I, I'm pretty sure that if I can do that, I can move a cookie from my forehead right into my mouth and did it without it falling off. It's impressive, actually. At a certain point, like if people think it's stupid. It's actually um, that's that's a t- it's a talent. Right. Can we put it in the talent category? Sure. I guess. Fine. Sure. You should you know see what? what I can do with a cookie. <laughs> I've heard. Um, anyway, though. Anyway. Uh, do you believe these people that that will like go on Instagram or TikTok or whatever and pull a cheeseburger from McDonald's out of their closet and claim it's been in there for years and hasn't rotted? Or do you think that that's all bullshit? Because think- that would be a very easy thing to forge. Um, I, I have a tendency to believe it, but only because we've seen so much of it. And I don't know who these people are that decide that they want to preserve, preserve cheeseburgers in their closets for umpteen years. I don't know who you are. Cause I wouldn't want that in my house sitting there. Uh, but I kind of, I kind of tend to believe it just because we've seen so much of it. Um, this woman, and she is uh, an older lady. She's a grandmother. Showed off her 24-year-old McDonald's burger. She says it is still not rotten or decayed. Wow. To prove it, and she says this is proof, she showed everyone in the video the NASCAR bag from 1996 that it came in. 
Now, that's not to say she didn't just go to McDonald's a week ago and buy a burger and stick it in that bag. But she claims this is a 24-year-old hamburger that hasn't rotten or decayed. So one of two things is going on here. Either she's pulling a scam to try and get some attention or maybe free burgers from McDonald's, whatever. I don't know why McDonald's would want to reward that, but anyway. Sure. Well, maybe they're just hoping she'll go away, right? Uh, Fuck off. Here's a burger. Get out of here, you bitch. (laughs) Maybe it's one of those things, right? (laughs) Here's a burger. Get out of here, you bitch. (laughs) Here, you big bitch. Eat this. (laughs) It could be one of those. But if it is legit, how can you have... Food that doesn't decompose after 24 years. Yeah. Yeah. And what is that doing inside us? Like, inevitably, we'll poop out most of it, but there's still (laughs) got to be some burger inside us. Don't ask the question if you don't really want to know the answer. Is there any way that's legit? No. No, I mean, I say no, but I, I, I wonder. I do wonder. Because, again, we've heard many stories of this. You can Google that, and you'll find lots of stories from people finding five-year-old burgers or 10-year-old burgers. I don't know who finds it and who doesn't keep it on purpose. you got to clean out your car more fucking often is all i got to say about that. Uh-huh. But it is quite incredible, the people, the amount of people who say that, that those burgers are still oddly intact looking. And the fries. But, hey, we've all found the fries, right? We've all found the fries forever later. Maybe when we're cleaning out a car or something like that or in the Always. couch. Right? I don't even know how that fry got under my seat. Yes. Like, but did does it, it bounce not, on a weird angle? I don't it get it. not look the same? It looks the same. It's hard, but it looks the same. So I kind of believe it. In Florida, over a million dollars worth of cocaine just washed up on one of the beaches. Well, Last happy Monday, birthday to you. <laughs> Last Monday, a beachgoer on Hollywood Beach discovered 30 packages containing this massive amount of drugs on the shoreline. The sunbather called police and agents with the U.S. Border Patrol Miami sector seized the narcotics. Thankfully, the 78 pounds of drugs didn't make it into the community, says the police chief. Um, there's no way it fell off of a boat. Mm-hmm. There's no way that somebody put a million dollars in the Gulf of Mexico and just left it up to the tides to deliver it to Florida. Right. Somebody's looking for that million dollars worth of drugs, I got to think, right? Yeah. That seems like there could be a few things happening here. Yeah. Someone's, that's someone's coke. They're not happy. But it could have been a quickly throw it off board because we might get search scenario. So they quickly, you know, had to take the hit and get it off the ship. Um God, it could have been a bunch of different things. That's the first thing I think of. That's a million-dollar hit. Like, I got to think that, okay, shit, the cops are coming. Throw the drugs overboard. Okay, good packaging, by the way, if it's still intact after being in the water. Good. But that's a million dollars. Like, I got to think once the cops leave, you're going back for your drugs. Yeah, you're going to try to, unless there's reason to make you afraid of that. Like, maybe you're already, uh, well, you're going to get fucked for sure. You're going to go to prison for sure. Then you don't want that. I don't know. I don't know. I would try to put myself in a drug dealer's shoes. And it's, uh, it's not easy, thankfully. But, yeah, someone's missing that coke for sure. Well, we're doing some uh, ridiculous stories a couple others here. A nudist couple in England. Now, keep in mind, they're nudists. This is a lifestyle for them. They're moving. So they need to hire a mover. They're offering $2,600 to a potential mover. But 
the mover has to be part of their movement and do it naked. What? Moving naked sounds horrible. Right? Good naked, bad naked. That's bad naked all day long. There's nothing sexy about moving in the nude. But it's a tough economy, Cat. The Serb didn't take care of everybody. Maybe there's people out there who are professional movers thinking to themselves, ah, fuck, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it because I need the money. (laughs) That's horrible. I need to move, but you, dick out. Let's go. Got to do this with me. (laughs) Swing it as you're moving. Let's go. I can't see your dick. Come on. Come on. (laughs) That was the deal. You got to be nude. Dick's Uh, delivery service just got a whole lot more interesting, didn't it? (laughs) A guy in New Jersey. And I don't know if I feel bad for him or if I'm shaking my head at him. He had to be rescued after almost drowning because he jumped in the Hudson River that separates New York from New Jersey after his soccer ball on Sunday night. Yeah. I get it. You're playing ball. Ah, crap. The ball went on the roof. That's when you call the custodian at school. Or, ah, you're playing playing baseball and somebody hits the ball over the fence and it goes into the bushes. Well, you can end the game or somebody's got to go get the ball. In this case, the ball went in the river. Somebody's got to go get the fucking ball. I get it. Probably not a good thing to do, though. That's a fairly fast-moving, large river. Airplanes have landed in that river. We all saw the movie. Dangerous situation. Uh, speaking of New Jersey. So did he go? He went in and then he got it out? He went in, tried to get the ball, couldn't get the ball because he himself needed to be rescued because he almost drowned. <laughs> so the ball is still in the river is what I want to know? Well, I'm going to suggest the ball's <laughs> probably in the Atlantic at this point. Okay. I mean, this was Sunday night. Right. I, I, I don't think... He got the ball back, but well, I don't I mean, get that. What does yet. a soccer ball cost? Like twenty bucks? Dude, yeah, just get a unless it's ball. hey, unless it's signed by Cristiano Ronaldo, you leave the fucking ball alone. Yeah, you don't want to jump in the river after it, especially if you're not a strong swimmer. Every summer, we hear way too many stories about people drowning because that was the moment when they got in the water that they realized, shit, I can't swim. That huh. ball's gonna wash up with a million dollars worth of coke next next we know. Yeah. Exactly. Down in Florida. This is how it happens, right? They're playing soccer and they knock the coke into the water. Fuck. We've all heard of parking disputes. They get pretty heated sometimes in the mall parking lots. Sure. A man in New Jersey didn't have a regular gun on him when he wanted to threaten someone over a parking space. So he pulled out what he had. He was a fisherman. So he pulled out his spear gun. Oh, America, you've raised your game. You're taking it to the next level if you're threatening people with a spear gun now. Shit. That's big time. That's hardcore. What do you do when somebody pulls a spear gun on you? I'd be more afraid of that than a regular gun. Those things will catch a shark. Poor son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, Driver in Texas pulled over for the cops because he had a change of heart. See, this driver in Texas was driving drunk. In fact, he had a beer with him. So he saw the cops. Thought, okay, this is my opportunity. I'm going to get this off my conscience. I don't want the burden of a DUI. So when he saw the cops on the side of the road, he pulled over, handed them his drink, got back in the car, and tried to drive away. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Obviously, the cops lit him up. They pulled him over and arrested him for a DUI. But how easy a day is that at the office for those cops? They didn't even have to go looking. Yeah, that's the best for them, isn't it? Like, what a good day. What a good day. Made it nice and easy. Taco Bell. A man has been arrested 
after going through the drive-thru fully nude. I think this guy just wanted attention because he went up there and he did everything he could to drag out this transaction. He's from Oklahoma, goes through, he ordered his combo. Then after he had done the transaction, he wanted to stick around a little longer because he's like dick out and he wanted the people in the drive through window to see it. So the 61 year old. Yeah, it's a 61 year old pecker. He ordered another taco and they were like, oh, fuck. All right, fine. They went and got him another taco. Still at this point, fairly okay with it. I mean, they're not okay with it, but they, they hadn't freaked out or anything. Then he wanted extra sauce. Give me some of the Diablo. Hang on. We'll be right back. Then he wanted extra napkins. Oh, geez. Just go away here, buddy. At what point do you call the cops, though? Like, I would have called them back the first time, probably. I'm almost there. Yep, I'm almost there. He finally was out of extra things to ask for, so he left the drive-thru. And the people are like, okay, good. That 61-year-old is finally gone. This son of a bitch came through the drive-thru again. Again, because he wanted more napkins. So that's when they called the cops. Cops showed up, and he had a perfectly good excuse. It's laundry day. All his clothes were in the washer. He just needed Taco Bell so bad. But the clothes were in the wash. (laughs) Then what do you do? What do you do in that situation? You can do anything. You (laughs) could grab a sheet. You could grab a fucking tea towel. I don't give a shit, but you cover your dick up when you go to order your food. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody should have to see your exposed pecker. How about that? It's amazing, though. I mean, this is really, it's a mental thing, I think. Those who really want people to look at them naked. There's these people that just have this, they get off, literally get off on people looking at what they have down there, right? That's why we see these flashers. We hear stories about it. I don't know what it is in your mind that that gets you excited do you get excited at people being grossed out by you like i am just really curious how that works in your brain that you think that it's a good idea to try your best to get people to look at your dick and then later you put it in your spank bank like that horrified look on the taco bell drive through employee's face no doubt do you got put that in your spank bank and you think about it later like i really fucked her up in the head yeah nobody wants to see your dick put it away stop Say it again louder for the people in the back, oh. especially those on uh, uh, the social medias and the dating sites that want to keep sending out dick pics unsolicited. Guys, Unless they ask for it, they don't want to see your dick. Stop they it. They don't want to see your dick. That's what I should call this podcast. They don't want to see your dick. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get the attention. But uh, let's give Taco Bell a little bit of uh, positive publicity here. Although I think that last story is uh, the the employees there should probably get a retraining. Anytime somebody comes through your drive through naked, you should call the cops right away. But they were very patient to try and get this guy out of there without incident. So uh, good, I'll say, for those employees. But there were these two girls that were at Taco Bell every single day. Early teens. And people notice, like, shit, those girls are here every single day. And they would just sit outside on the curb. Turns out they were doing that because Taco Bell has free Wi-Fi and they didn't have Wi-Fi at home. But they're doing distance learning from school. So these girls were so committed to getting their schoolwork done that they would go every day, sit outside Taco Bell, use a little bit of Wi-Fi, and get their work done. So one very generous person 
that noticed this and then talked to the girls and found out what was going on organized a bit of an effort. And I believe it was through GoFundMe. It was through one of those crowdsourcing type platforms. They made a donation and then asked other people to help out. I'm happy to say that those two girls are definitely getting internet at home because they've raised $115,000 U.S. Whoa! Yeah, you're going to get the fastest speed internet. Good for you girls. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. $115,000 to get them internet. At what point do you cut it off and say, oh, you know, we've raised five grand and that's more than enough for internet. Yeah, yeah. Ten grand. Oh, what are we going to do with the rest? Uh, hopefully they put it to a good cause and maybe you can help out those girls in some other for way. For sure. And you th- you think, you know, a lot of us take it for granted that we can afford Wi-Fi, that we can afford all that stuff. We complain, sure, about our bills being high now and again. But we really do, you know... Take it for granted, I think, that we have ability to access it. And if there's a family that that can't, then, of course, maybe they don't have the means for other things. We don't really know. So, yeah, I'm with you. I hope they put it to good use. That's awesome. And good for them. I mean, holy dedication. That would be my excuse all the time. Sorry, don't have Wi-Fi. Can't do the schoolwork. But these girls actually went out of their way and stood by that Taco Bell just to get that Wi-Fi. That's cool. I like that story. Let's do one more story. I'm going to call bullshit on this one. A woman in Russia was sent to hospital recently because she wasn't feeling well. She had decided she was going to take a nap in her backyard. Doctors did a pretty thorough investigation. Like, how could this nap make you sick? I don't understand. I mean, it must be something else. Nope. In the inspection, they found a four-foot-long snake had crawled down her throat. (gasps) not wake how do you not wake up with that happening well you first off need to have absolutely not even a hint of a gag reflex for a four foot snake to go right down your throat and you don't even notice it that's people in the area because i'm calling bullshit on that i think she was doing something weird with this snake something i mean this wasn't a total accident this is like those people that show up at the emergency room with a with a fucking broom jammed up their ass and say, I don't know how it happened. Or I was sweeping I and I slipped. I fell on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I'm with you there. I don't think that this is possible. So the son over there in Russia says they interviewed people in the area and the locals claim that isn't even that rare. It's normal to warn people not to sleep outside because of this exact scenario. That's so fucked up. I have so much trouble believing this. They say it's legit. Now, I'm going to put an asterisk on it because we don't know for sure. But either way, doctors definitely 100% did pull a four-foot snake out of her. No! Crazy, right? That's brutal. Totally fucked up. That's stuff of nightmares. That's my nightmare. Uh Uh-huh. That's jet fuel for nightmares. That's messed up. Okay, let's move on to a couple other things. Uh, Number one, uh, I'd like to commend the prime minister, which I don't do that often but because I think he's a shithead too. But uh, I will give him credit on this because I think he's on the right side of the issue. Yesterday, we talked about that statue of Sir John A. Macdonald being toppled, and Mm -hmm. I think we were fairly exhaustive on that conversation. We don't need to rehash it. But the prime minister came out after we finished the podcast, and he too denounced that action. And I was pretty impressed with that because I didn't expect Trudeau to take that stance. I thought if anybody was going to give the protesters the benefit of the doubt that they had the 
the right idea or good intentions. I thought it would have been JT himself. But no, he too denounced it. And he said, sure, we've got work to do when it comes to racism, but you've got to stop defacing public property. You can't vandalize things. That's not allowed. It's not legal. Yeah. So as I tally it up, you now have the mayor of Montreal, the premier of Quebec, and the prime minister of Canada that have all said this was wrong. Why has no one been arrested yet? Why is there not even a plea for the public's assistance to identify the people in that video? Why, when we all agree, well, sorry, all of the leaders duly elected agree that this was wrong, why have the police not even begun an investigation into this? Aside from the fact that they sat there and watched it happen, why haven't they arrested anybody? I don't understand that, but that is a question that I think uh, the Montreal police should answer. And I am curious to see what's going to happen with that Mm. statue. Uh, Let's talk about what you did when you were off before we get to the replay of missed connections from our FM morning show. Well, I created in my own house that I'm spending more time in this year than ever, as as I'm sure we all are, a secret room, a speakeasy. A speakeasy, like old school prohibition style speakeasy where you had to hide your booze drinking. That's right. My husband and I wanted to do this for years. Our first house, it just never ended up happening. It wasn't really big enough. Uh, The last house, again, it just never ended up happening. But finally, lo and behold, 2020, we have a little more time. We've got some trip money that we're not going to be spending anytime soon. So why not create a cool little at-home vacation spot? So we've got this hallway in our basement and really, uh, aside from the girls running up and down this particular hallway in the basement, which is off the guest bedroom that we don't touch, uh, it's attached to a cold cellar. And we thought this might be the perfect spot for it. But we didn't just want to have a wine and whiskey cellar, which is the, the point of it. We also wanted to do a secret door or a speakeasy. So we did it. Um, we hired someone to come in to take a look and tell us exactly where we should uh, put the wall. And we managed to figure out how to make the door work. And you got to pull a secret lever and then it opens. And then inside it's uh, the first room is a drinking movie themed room. So as of right now, I have more posters being shipped, but as of right now, I've got the posters from the shining from when he was at the bar with Lloyd at the uh, uh, overlook hotel um, and then I've got, uh, the, the Lambo Leo and the Lambo from Wolf of Wall Street poster that's going up this week. So anyway, that's the theme of room number one. And then as you continue on through the hall, it is room number two, the piece to resistance. The one that we wanted is the wine and whiskey cellar. So it's all made of wood. There's a lot of cedar in there. Um, and it's basically wine and whiskey themed, but all alcohols are welcome. We've got it complete with a wine barrel in the middle. My husband constructed and yeah, it's a lot of fun. So we did the big grand opening for what we call Cellar 86 over the weekend. Oh, such a great name. Yeah. Cellar 86 has a couple of meanings and maybe if you work in the restaurant business, I think they use it especially there, but I think in other businesses too, you might've heard the term of 86th. 86 means that it's not there. It's off the menu. It's you can't have it. So that's what we decided to do it. Plus, it's the year we were born. So cellar 86 is the name of it. And yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's only been open for a weekend. But uh, so far, 
So good. It's fun. Yeah, I put it up on my Instagram, by the way. So if you want to put a picture and a video to this, you can go to cat on air, cat with a K. And honestly, if you, I, a lot of people message me saying, I've always wanted to do this. Can you give me some tips and tricks? Start by Googling stuff and see what you really like. A lot of people don't take advantage of under their stairs in the basement, right? Right. Yeah, that's a great spot for it. I've seen some pretty freaking awesome secret rooms under the stairs. It doesn't take up a lot of space. It's just enough so that it's a cool spot if you have a party to bring people into or to party yourself in. Like, why not? So I would definitely Google it and just see what works for you and what would work in your house. But I will tell you, it was a really fun project. And we've been working on this for a few months. So it's nice to finally have it complete. Okay. Um I will describe something here for people who haven't seen the picture yet. Although if you look at this podcast, it's the feature image on this podcast. That wall that lets you get into your speakeasy, you would never know that's a door. Looking at it, it just looks like a wall. You just assume, okay, that's where the house ends. You hid this so freaking well. You could use that as a bomb shelter if you had to, if shit goes down or a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Seriously, it's incredible. You could hide in there. It's awesome. I'm so jealous that you've got it. Well, you're welcome to come. You got to come take a shot in there with me. I would love to. Well, we've also about a dozen times said, yeah, yeah, you got to come over and see the new house. And I haven't been there yet. Yeah, it's just one of those things, right? (laughs) I'm busy. You're busy. Fucking pandemic everywhere. It's a mess. No, you did a really good job on that. Your husband is so good with with tools and wood. Yeah, he loves it. I feel weird saying your husband's so good with wood, but (laughs) don't tell him I said that. He'll like that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Last thing. This is the story today when it comes to uh, pandemic-y type shit. The teachers unions in Ontario are now going to the labor board to complain about going back to school next week. Okay. Do they have a legitimate complaint here, do you think? Because I, I have a feeling that there's like grocery store workers and doctors and nurses that are all like, uh, hello, whoa. You know what? That now, since we're on this topic, I'll read a great DM I got yesterday after we talked about school briefly in yesterday's podcast. And it came from Heather. Uh, Heather says, I think what you and Scott said on the podcast about schools reopening was spot on. You have to trust that other parents are doing everything right to keep their kids safe and everyone else's. I don't think anyone really knows what the school year looks like. No one will until it starts. It's like when all the different phases started. When my store reopened in phase one, we were still working, but just doing curbside. We were all scared. We did not know what would happen. And now everything's okay. So thanks for the great podcast. Love hearing your opinions on major events. Thanks uh, for that. That's a, that's a great DM. I like that a lot. You know what? And Heather makes a great point. When we entered all of these phases, people were scared shitless, understandably. The, the people who were essential workers, you don't think they were nervous going into work every day? You don't think that they were worried about their own health and safety? Were they winging it a little bit in these phases? Yeah. And unfortunately, we have to wing it when it comes to schools. That's just the truth of it. And the, the, all the friends that I've talked to that are in the school boards have said the same thing. Yes, we are taking this day by day because we have no other choice. I Again, I will stress that I don't understand what people want the decision to be because there's going to be people bitching if they cancel the school year without even trying to have a school year. And there's going to be people bitching if they just gung-ho, let everyone in, no masks and had no other rules, basically, to follow. Every classroom is doing the best they can. Every teacher is going to do the best they can. And it's going to look different. Your kid's not going to have the same school year. They're going to have their cohorts. They're going to do this and that. But I don't understand 
what the teachers that are complaining about it truly expect. And also they have the option, do they not, if there's health risks or factors in place, they do have the option to take a leave. I know there's a lot of options in the boards. I won't speak for every board because I know some are differ from others, but I know there's options in some boards to allow you. Yeah, you're not going to get paid the same amount. That's true. But they do give you the option to take a leave basically and be able to get back into your position. It's shitty. It's no one's saying it's going to be a fun year, but I, I, I don't understand what these teachers expect to happen. It is what it is. Do the best job you can and, and hope for the best. That's all we can do. That's it. Uh, and on that, we will say thank you for listening to this edition of After 9, everybody. We didn't do it yesterday because, well, we haven't done Missed Connections on our radio show in about a month because we took Mondays off in August. Uh, but it did come back yesterday, and then out of habit, uh, we forgot to put it in the podcast. So uh, here is a replay of yesterday's Missed Connections from our FM morning show on 91.5 The Beat. We'll catch you tomorrow with a brand new edition of After 9. This is where we connect the people that are looking for other people, can't find them, so they told the story online. The first one is called The Awkward Elevator. (laughs) Aren't they all right now? They're all awkward. Man for woman. I walked into an elevator at my condo, and there was this beautiful woman inside. I gave a look with my eyes and a shrug. The rules are crystal clear and posted everywhere. One person or three people from same household in elevator at one time. She gave me a finger point that said, You get in here. Ooh, like a come hither kind of deal? I was thankful, because I was running late. We stayed on either side of the elevator, and suddenly I was shocked as she whispered, Wow, I love you. (gasps) Wow, this escalated quick. This is it, I thought. This is the moment I've been waiting for. To be the one hit on instead of the one hitting on them. I tried to play it cool. I said, not so bad yourself. She turned to me and said, hold on a sec. That's when I realized she was talking to somebody else on a Bluetooth device. No. She asked, sorry, what did you say? So I made something up about the weather and I took off out of the elevator so fast and out the door of my condo. I just want her to know I really did think she was nice in case she ends up breaking up with whoever she was on the phone with that she declared her love for. Okay, that's an incredible coincidence, though. And no, you don't always notice somebody's on a call. It's true. They could just be rambling to themselves. I mean, a lot of the time, you don't know. And if you thought that person, and in this particular case, hey, you had an in. She pointed at you and said, don't worry about the rules, basically. Get your butt in here. It's okay, buddy. Yeah. Get in here. Today's your lucky day. You're riding the elevator with me. <laughs> you are the chosen one. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Here's your ribbon. What an awkward misunderstanding. But that's all this was. That's all it was. And now I kind of feel bad for the guy. He said he's never been hit on pretty much, ever. And he thought this was the time. This was the moment. I'll just throw this out there. Um, Maybe, because he is still interested if she breaks up with the person she was speaking with. Maybe you don't want someone who will openly defy public health orders like that in your life. (laughs) It is supposed to be one person per elevator or three from the same household. Just saying. The rules are crystal clear, okay, Ken? The rules are clear. Bonnie and Clyde living a life of pandemic crime. (laughs) Poor guy. I feel bad for him. 
this one is called the Value Village Beauty. Aren't they all beauties? Uh, Every time I've been. (laughs) Man for woman. I'm looking for the employee who always makes eye contact with me at Value Village. You were working the cash the last time I was there. But before that, I seen you in the kitchen area. Oh, I seen you. Gotta Mm, stop doing that. Knock it off. when people type the way they talk. You were there with a price tag gun. You were kind enough to mark down a bag of toy cars for my nephew by 25 cents because I told you about one of the convertibles that were dented. (laughs) Who complains at Value Village about the quality of the cars? I am not paying a full $1.99 for this. See that dent right there? Yeah, I can't fix that. We'll take 25 cents off. That is a full 50% discount. We talked about the nice day we were enjoying, and I'd like to continue on with our conversation. I'm too embarrassed to say anything in person. Please reach out. Yeah, you know, I'd be embarrassed about that, too. If I was the guy who (laughs) kicked up a fuss about, well, you know, I mean, I get that they're used, but this one's got a dent in it. And if I were buying a new car with a dent in it, the dealer would give me a great discount. He realizes that's not a real convertible, right? Like, you could chill, man. A dent in that convertible is not the same as a dent in your actual convertible. I love that she gave him 25 cents to just sort of smooth it over. Oh, it's okay. We'll, we'll mark it down for you. Here's a quarter off. <laughs> you cheap oh. son of a... <laughs> I find women love dating guys that are very, very, very obnoxiously cheap. Got a full quarter off today. Living the good life. Here we go. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy myself an eighth of a coffee. That's what I'm going to do with these newfound savings. Jeez. <laughs> Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.